1-250-374-5345. Your opinion, your news tip, your radio station is 610 AM and the NL Morning News with Howie Reimer. Minus one, beautiful sunny Friday. My name is Howie, Shane Woodford, NL News Director, also joining me. Good morning. Uh, Ralph Goodale, Minister of Public Safety and Emergency Preparedness, is in the Thompson Okanagan for a number of different announcements, but the narrative certainly changes with the hate-motivated shootings at two mosques in New Zealand today. Good morning, Mr. Goodale. Good morning. All right, so apparently Canada's threat level is at uh, moderate or medium. Uh, this is certainly a, a targeted massacre of hate against Muslims and we, we of course have had a similar attack in Quebec City back in 2017. Uh, what can you say to Canadians and the Muslim community regarding their safety today? Well, uh, all of our hearts are aching. Indeed, uh, all decent people around the world uh, share the, the anguish in, in New Zealand, uh, and particularly in, in Muslim communities. Uh, as we understand the figures now, close to 100 victims, uh, 49 uh, known to be killed, and many more with very serious injuries, uh, and all because these people were at prayer on Friday in a mosque. Uh, that is uh, an appalling tragedy. Of horrific loss of life, uh, and this kind of uh, terror attack, this this vile crime, I'm sure, uh, is revolting to uh, to to all of us. Uh, we stand in absolute solidarity with our New Zealand allies. Uh, they are a member of the Five Eyes Alliance uh, involving Canada, Australia, New Zealand, the UK, and the US. And we will, of course, do everything we possibly can to provide whatever support or cooperation that may be necessary. Um, and we stand in solidarity with, with Muslim communities um, in New Zealand, but, uh, but really around the world, uh, that will be feeling uh, vulnerable and fearful. Uh, and uh, we all need to uh, join shoulder to shoulder to do everything we can to relieve that anguish. Um, there is no, no change in the threat level within Canada. Uh, our security and police agencies are in constant touch with uh, their New Zealand counterparts and all of their counterparts uh, globally uh, to, to make sure that we know what we need to know about these circumstances. There is nothing that would cause uh, a change in the threat level in Canada, but we are always vigilant uh, and we always have that situation under review and people can be assured that police, security and intelligence agencies in Canada on this Friday uh, and all the time will be doing everything that's necessary to keep people safe. Minister, it's uh, Shane Woodford here. Um, what we know so far, it looks like we have the earmarks of some kind of a white nationalist um, uh, extremist. Uh, there are dark corners of the internet where um, that is that is uh, twisting uh, generally white young men out there. Uh, as we speak, uh, Facebook Canada's yellow vest page is filling with some really, really awful things. From your perspective, what can we do to get to the root cause of this as a country as far as what is going on out there in some dark corners of the internet? 
it, it is a challenge not only for us, but uh, uh, for all uh, like-minded countries around the world. Uh, and, and we have to be uh, uh, more assertive uh, with the, uh, uh, the communication service providers, the Internet companies, uh, to, to uh, bring them to be more proactive in taking down this offensive material uh, that, uh, that counsels uh, hate and violence uh, and, uh, and leads to the kinds of mentality that produce the results that we've we've seen today. There is uh, a private sector consortium of internet companies, uh, a, a global forum to counter terrorism. Uh, they are developing the technology, the, the algorithms and so forth to identify uh, offensive material before it appears uh, and to take the appropriate steps to, uh, to take it down. Uh, the assumption, I think, in many quarters has been that uh, uh, this uh, is not a, uh, a significant uh, problem. Well, people better think again. Uh, when we saw what happened in Quebec City uh, two years ago, when we see what we've, what we've witnessed uh, today in, in New Zealand, that, that white supremacist, uh, ultra-right-wing, uh, neo-Nazi kind of attitude, which uh, has been, has been uh, exhibited uh, uh, right here in Canada. I mean, that, that sort of thing is absolutely unacceptable. It is dangerous to uh, uh, to peace and security, uh, and we need to treat it with the seriousness that it deserves. Do we need to uh, include white nationalists among that uh, that that vector of, of what we would consider extremists? Um, there is a lens there that sort of uh, I'm not sure if it includes white nationalists or not. I, I caught some comments at a New Zealand security official this morning saying we're not taking white nationalists serious enough when we look at things from a terrorism perspective. Do you, do you agree with that? I, I think I think traditionally that may have been the point of view, uh, but in Canada for the last uh, two or three years in particular, we have developed an increasing focus on this particular problem. Uh, when uh, when people uh, counsel violence uh, and and disseminate messages uh, that, uh, that 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 produce radicalization that results in violence, uh, that is uh, uh, dangerous behavior. Uh, any form of extremism uh, that uh, that advises people to go kill people uh, is um, is is equally abhorrent, and we have to treat it all with that degree of uh, of concern and proactivity. All right, uh, I want to jam in some other issues here. I know we're running out of time, but uh, uh, I know that gang activity is of concern across this country. Locally, here in Kamloops, we've had a flare-up of that. Unfortunately, uh, some brazen uh, shooting deaths in our community, among some other police situations that have been folded over the last few weeks alone. Um, I'm not sure if there's anything new coming down the pipe, but uh, how high up on the radar, and is there anything new, whether it's funding or programming or whatever, to address the gang situation in our community and other communities across the country? Uh, yes, there is uh, news on that front. Uh, we um, uh, have developed, in, in consultation with the provinces, uh, a, a broader federal strategy to deal with guns and gangs, and very often it's guns and gangs and drugs. Those three tend to uh, tend to go together, and we are now in the process of, of rolling out the funding. There'll be uh, over two hundred million dollars that will be distributed uh, by the government of Canada through uh, provincial justice departments uh, to develop uh, programs locally uh, that can mean more effective. Uh, 
crime investigations and prosecutions, uh, but also uh, ways to intervene in behavior, especially among young people, to try to divert them away from that kind of activity before it begins. Uh, the uh, the funding is intended to to uh, um, augment what provinces and local communities and law enforcement are able to do within their own resources, uh, and we'll be ratcheting up this funding uh, over time uh, to be a uh, hundred million dollars per year uh, in the uh, in the in the long term. Uh, but we have two hundred and fourteen million dollars that is now uh, ready to go to help uh, provinces, including British Columbia, uh, and law enforcement and uh, community organizations in British Columbia to be more effective in dealing with uh, with guns and gangs. And yesterday, under our national crime prevention strategy, uh, I announced uh, $1.2 million for the uh, Okanagan Indian Band, um, which is uh, in your neighborhood. Uh, and this, uh, this will uh, help the band to increase capacity to deal effectively with young people who may be uh, susceptible to being drawn into, uh, into uh, uh, gang activity or, or attracted by drugs or other, or other bad behaviors. Uh, it will give the community the resources, the counseling strength, uh, and the, uh, the, 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 the programming tools uh, to uh, direct those young people to more constructive lifestyles. All right. Uh, we're almost out of time. Just want to jam this last question in there. Uh, of course, marijuana, as of October, legal in this country, which has raised the issue of what do you do about uh, minor pot convictions that predate uh, legalization. I know there's been some movement on that. Anything else coming to address that issue? The legislation will be in the House of Commons very soon, uh, and what we're proposing to do is make uh, uh, pardons or record suspensions uh, much more readily available. Normally, you would have to wait for five years uh, after uh, after serving your sentence. Uh, we're eliminating the waiting period for simple possession, uh, and as well, you would have to pay a fee of over $600. We're waiving the fee, so there will be a, a faster process, uh, no waiting time, no charge, uh, in order to clear your record, where that record consists of simple possession, because we do not believe people should carry that stigma around with them. Uh, now, particularly since the law has changed, uh, and uh, that uh, that that offense for uh, for ad- adults no longer exists. Perfect, Minister. Thank you so much for your time, and please enjoy your stay in our fine province. Thank you. You've got a beautiful province, and I'm pleased to be here. Thank you. There you go, Public Safety Minister Federally, Ralph Goodell.